Hello, Herd, and welcome to another episode of our Tuesday show, our data dump, where we run down recent events and recent news in the galaxy far, far away and uh, just dump it on you. Uh, my name is John Wayne. I'm your Herd leader today for this, and I am flying solo uh, today. Uh, well, not completely solo. My uh, my guest host from my Monday show, A Cup of Coffee, is with me, but sadly my wife is not. Um, she's been pulling double duty while I've been away, and with a lot going on for her work date uh, today, it's uh, it, it's just me. It's just me, my coffee, and you lovely people. So hopefully uh, you don't get tired of my voice and hearing me, because uh, that's kind of all you want to get, because coffee doesn't have a voice, so my other co-host is simply here to make sure I don't fall asleep in the middle of the show. Uh, but anyway, um, today uh, there's not a whole lot, surprisingly. Um, I was out of the loop a little bit for a week, and played catch-up over the weekend, and yet uh, not a whole lot going on with the news. Nonetheless, we will talk a little bit about uh, what we do have, and uh, it'll be interesting, the one-sided conversation, so it'll be important uh, after the show f- to get some of y'all's input and feedback and uh, ideas and comments and, and, and some of that stuff because uh, normally me and Megan b- bounce back and forth but uh, now it's just me and I and my coffee. Anyway, so uh, to begin this week's data dump, our first bit of data comes from the gaming world. Um, in gaming news, still not a whole lot. We got our roadmap from EA last month, and uh, that kind of detailed a little bit of what we're going to get over the next few months. Uh, and so this is just more details on that, so it's just kind of adding to that. Um, it was announced recently that the Clone Wars cast would be coming back uh, to voice their characters in the new updates, uh, we know that uh, this month we're getting General Grievous, and uh, so as such, Matthew Wood, uh, the talented uh, sound designer, it, he will be voicing the droid general, uh, which is no surprise. He's done General Grievous since his conception. Uh, he's also already worked with Battlefront as all of the voices of the droids, as well as, of course, the Clone Wars and whatnot. Um, so it's really not surprising that they would put, uh, pick Matthew Wood for that. Um, it's a good confirmation, um, you know, and uh, seeing some uh, interviews where Matt talks about um, his work with it and everything is nice. He's, he's just a really cool dude in general. So um, definitely not uh, less exciting news, but definitely expected news. Um, the rest of the details are what's a, a little bit more, I don't want to say surprising. A lot of people already kind of guessed it would be the Clone Wars cast, but anyway. Uh, so this month we have Matthew Wood with General Grievous. Next month in November we have Obi-Wan Kenobi being voiced by uh, my personal uh, nerd herder favorite, James Arnold Taylor. I love this guy, not just for Star Wars, but for what he adds to voice acting in general. He's just one of my favorite dudes. And so uh, he will be coming back as Obi-Wan Kenobi. Not a surprise there. He's played Obi-Wan, of course, in the Clone Wars twice. 
uh, and of course in several, several, several video games, um, he's essentially Ewan McGregor's almost voice double as it comes to Obi-Wan and such, so really no one else for the voice, and I really doubted Ewan would come in for the game, but, you know, um, and then we have a break in December, of course, a lot of people are still upset about that, but good news is in January that we're getting Count Dooku, who will be voiced by the very talented and no other than Corey Burton. Um, we've talked a lot about Corey on our Clone Wars rewatch because he's an amazing double for uh, Christopher Lee. Uh, it's almost scary how similar, uh, I mean, he almost sounds exactly like uh, the legend Christopher Lee. And so, of course, no one else could have brought him to life um, other than Corey Burton. And so that's a nice confirmation. Uh, and finally, Anakin comes in February, which will mean he is voiced by Matt Lanter. Um, or Latner. I can never remember. I always, I always do that. Uh, if I go back and forth, just fuss at me in, on Twitter. I know usually Rebecca's quick to help me out with when I mess up, but, um, it's, it's, it is interesting that they went with Matt Lattner. Um, I mean, it's good. It, he's the voice of Anakin for a lot of people, um, because of the Clone Wars and everything. It will be interesting since his appearance will be Hayden Christensen's, uh, you know, in the Clone Wars and in Rebels and, and Forces of Destiny even. Um, he's had the benefit of playing an artistically drawn Anakin. It's, it's not Hayden Christensen. It's, you know, it's, it is Anakin. Um, but to hear Matt's voice coming from, uh, Anakin, from Hayden Christensen's Anakin is going to be rather interesting. Uh, I think I had talked a little bit before when it was first rumored that the Clone Wars cast could come back for that, that it would be a little interesting to see. Um, I, I definitely think that's the way to go, uh, is with Matt Lanner, because he'll sound so familiar to everyone else. Um, I've not quite compared Matt Lattner's performance as Anakin to Hayden Christensen's, um, to see similarities or differences. I know just that my, my brain is going to process it differently, but I know in no time I'll get used to it. Um, I mean, if I've gotten used to D. Bradley Baker's The Clones and, uh, uh, Tamora Morrison as Boba uh, within the same game, then I can get used to this. It's not a big deal. But, um, yeah, it, it is nice to finally have that confirmed. It 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 has seemed that uh, James Arnold Taylor has been talking about that for a little while. Not confirming, though, but um, it's finally confirmed. One thing I didn't detail in here, but if you're really interested, you can go to the Battlefront forums and check out is... Um, they released uh, the quotes or the the different lines that you can hear from General Grievous and Obi-Wan, uh, a couple of which are fan-voted, uh, which is really cool. So, of course, you get the generic and, and um, expected lines, but there's a couple in there that are really cool and really good um, that are fan suggestions, so it's really cool to see that. But um, really, that's pretty much it. That's... Uh, that's our Battlefront news uh, for these weeks. Uh, next month, or not next month, next week uh, on the 30th is when we finally get the 
uh, evil droid General Grievous uh, in the game. So that's going to be exciting, and certainly probably the following week I'll have a lot to talk about uh, regarding him. Um, I'm I'm definitely eager to check him out. So it'll be interesting. Of course, we do uh, we are getting. Uh, clones next month as well. We're getting the 212th and such. But anyway, uh, that's Battlefront news for you. So on to, on to comic news. Um, actually, back to the back to the gaming. Just let me know. Uh, I don't know. What do you think of hearing Matt Latner's voice in? Uh, Hayden Christensen's Anakin uh, within the game. Do you think it's going to be weird? Do you think it's going to work? Do you care at all? Uh, am I just weird for thinking it's going to be weird? Um, let 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 me know on Twitter. Anyway, back to the comic news. Um, this section we have a little bit more to talk about. So uh, we have some cool comics coming out this week. Uh, we have Dr. Afra 25, uh, which if you're not keeping up with Dr. Afra, you're really missing out on some good reads because next to Darth Vader, Dr. Afra continues to be my consistent favorite. I love Afra as a character. I love the story that she's set within. There's a lot of stakes in every issue. Every issue feels like something could happen that would change the entire story. And so it, it's very weighty um, and it's just fun. And it doesn't pull any punches with a lot of the topics of character development and, and whatnot. It really goes goes hard on um, character development and characteristics of certain self-destructive characters. So altogether great series uh and i mean it's only 25 issues in as of this week so it it wouldn't take you long to catch up if you wanted to check that out um we use comiXology to get our comics you can get most of uh the doctor after comics for like 199 now so definitely recommend that one uh very very worth checking out uh then we have uh tales from vader's castle 4 um this is a series that has met expectations. It's been absolutely pleasant and wonderful. And it's had enough spooky that it feels like it belonged in Star Wars without being too comical and just like, oh, that's just a that's just a ghost story. Um I would say other than the second issue, I feel like all of these definitely could take place, could be real stories. The second one's a little it's a little more campfire storyish, but still fun, still entertaining. Um, and so it's just, it's a great series. Uh, and if you're not already checking it out, check it out. It's only running this month, uh, the month of October, uh, the spooky month. And so uh, next week's issue, next uh, week's uh, All Hallows Eve, October 31st issue will be the final issue of that five-part uh, five series. So um, definitely not one you want to miss out on. Um, and then we have Star Wars Adventures 15, um, which I've been looking forward to because it uh, contains part two of the Flight of the Falcon series by um, Michael Morrissey. And uh, he's someone, a creator and author. Um, we at Nerd Herder have come to love and we, we get to have the fun of interacting with him every now and then on Twitter, and 
just his story overall that he's telling um it it seems fun we're we're kind of traveling along with the falcon and seeing the different stories um that surround it uh from its different uh adventures all across the timeline of Star Wars and so uh look forward looking forward to seeing how that continues um if you want to jump into that uh the great thing about Star Wars adventures is you can kind of jump in a little bit of wherever um if you want to jump in it's not too late you can get Star Wars adventures 14 uh where Flight of the Falcon began you also get a fun little story called Chewie's Day Off uh which is a fun little Han and Chewie adventure. Um, and so you can check that out and then be prepared to read Star Wars Adventures 15 tomorrow. And then the last thing that we have is the cool uh, free preview comic. Um, so what this is, is this is a collection of uh, four or five pages from upcoming comics uh, in the next couple of months. Uh, meant to kind of get you excited for it, get you a chance to check it out, see what it's about. Uh, and it's free. How awesome is that? Um, so the, this will be available at local comic book stores, uh, and whatnot. And within, uh, the comic, it'll have, uh, previews from Han Solo, Imperial Cadet number one, Star Wars number 56. That's the main run. Um, Age of Republic Maul number one and Age of Republic Qui-Gon Jinn number one. Um, I'm definitely most excited for Imperial Cadet and Maul and Qui-Gon. Um, Star Wars 56, I, you know, I know I'm going to enjoy the main run. I've always uh, enjoyed the main run, so I'm not really um, waiting with bated breath for a preview at that. The other comics, though, I'm really excited for a look into. I've enjoyed seeing the covers and glimpses of uh, Han Solo Imperial Cadet so far and getting to see some of his Imperial... Um, Academy adventures uh, will be interesting. They have said that they're not covering everything, um, but that they are looking to leave room for other stories to be told. So, you know, I'm not expecting to fill in all the details, but certainly to see some of his struggles and just to get to interact more with Han Solo in general uh, will be fun. Uh, and then, of course, the Age of Republic series. Um, that was a series announced a while back. Um, that we would get um, a number of issues from the Republic, from the Rebellion, and from the Resistance era. And it's beginning with Republic, obviously, and Maul and Qui-Gon are the pioneering issues. So getting a glimpse in that, uh, at those, uh, I'm really excited for, I'm really interested in. And so, um, yeah, don't don't miss out on that. Again, it's free, so it's it's a great way to see if you're going to be if you're not a huge comic book person, this would be a great way to see if maybe there's something here that could get you started in comics or, you know, um, maybe you're just a really big fan of, you know, Maul or Qui-Gon and want to see if you'd want to pick up the full series of issues. So definitely, uh, definitely worth checking out, I think. Uh, let's see. Still in comic news in a slightly down uh, kind of sad news. Um, author and longtime contributor, uh, to Star Wars content, Chunk Wendig, uh, was fired recently from Marvel, uh, from his work with Star Wars Marvel, um, that, and he was in the middle of his newest contribution, which is the Shadow of Vader series, um, and we talked a little bit about that in our show, uh, in our last data dump, if you want to know more about, about that, but essentially it's an 
I believe it's a five-issue uh, Vader-centric series, uh, but it's told from the perspective of people that have interacted with and met and been affected by uh, the Dark Lord. And uh, I believe he said he was three issues in, two or three issues in, when he got the news. Um, so that series is, at this point, left unfinished and left into the void of unknown. I uh, don't know what's going to happen with it. Um, but uh, Chuck himself, Chuck Wendig, put the news out on uh, Twitter um, and kind of gave the the explanation that he was given for why this happened was because of his social media content, because of his social media behavior, because of his very aggressive and abrasive personality and views and overall just rough edges um, causing a bit of strife and trouble for uh, fans and whatnot. Um, and so, uh, it was apparently, he was told it was apparently a purely Marvel decision, not a Lucasfilm decision, so it doesn't necessarily bar him completely from Star Wars, but it does sound like he's not going to be involved with Star Wars comics, um, at least maybe not for a while or not without some, uh, work. Uh, it, it's it, it's rough news. Um, I know everybody kind of, ha- well, not everybody. I know a lot of people have their opinions about Chuck. Um, I've always loved everything he's created uh, from the new uh, characters and new stories that he's created with the, uh, the Aftermath trilogy um, to the various comics that he's helmed um, since then uh the vader annual being a, a great example uh he he's he's a wonderful author he is uh, a a big fan of star wars and and he he knows his stuff and it's um it's tough to see this happen um i i do understand chuck wendig's twitter has caused quite a lot of uh talk for a while, it it kind of started back when you know he was criticizing, quote unquote, fans of Star Wars whose behavior was just, you know, deplorable and abusive towards other fans or towards uh, other actors and celebrities and creators and whatnot. You know, he was criticizing people that call themselves fan and use fan. You know, I'm a Star Wars fan, so I can criticize as aggressively and openly as I want. Uh, you know, he was criticizing those people and the wrong people, the wrong fans took that uh, to mean them. And it's one of those cases where it's like, it's like, oh, you men always do this. And then a man hears and they're like, well, I don't do that. And I'm a man, you know, you're just painting us all in the same picture. And he's like, no, I was talking about a particular group of men do this one thing. And if you don't do that thing, then obviously you're not in that group. But we could go back and forth of why what he said shouldn't have been taken the way it was uh, and also why he shouldn't have said it the way he said it. There's 10 million different ways that things could have been done better and and whatnot. And so a, a lot has been going on with Chuck and Star Wars fandom on Twitter because of that. And uh, on top of that, you know, he it's his personal account. He's sharing his personal views of various things um 
and and like I said, he's got rough edges. He's not necessarily the guy that's gonna, you know, spit and shine everything he says and and make sure it's all rainbows and sprinkles. Uh, you know, he's gonna share his opinions, and a lot of his opinions probably don't agree with a lot of people. And it it sounds like for the most part, you know, the criticism towards Chuck from from this company that that led to him being let go is, you know, you know it. it it's a lot to do with his crassness and his uh, open discussions of politics and all kinds of other things that, you know, just cause agitation in the waters. And it's really frustrating. Um, I mean, I can understand being frustrated with him for the Star Wars stuff, but for the things that are clearly just his opinion, uh, you know, it, it's almost like saying, hey, we, you know, your opinions are aggressive and wrong and and or uh you know the people that give us money for your content don't agree with you so we don't want you creating content for us anymore um i'm you know i'm not trying to necessarily add a spin to it or anything like that i'm just giving you know in reading this news and in reading the details and hearing chuck uh chuck talk about it it's it it does give off a very unfortunate uh, vibe of, you know, we don't, we don't want people that are going to ruffle the waters, regardless of if it's their personal opinion or whatnot. Um, you know, and, and I just feel for the guy because again, I enjoyed a lot of what he's added to Star Wars and, uh, you know, for the most part on his Twitter, I've always, I've always interacted with him in a fun way. So I, I've never left with, a wow, that guy's a, you know, brash, ignorant man. No, I, I've always, you know, held him in a rather high esteem. So, uh, it, yeah, uh, he, overall, though, he seems to be handling it well. Um, again, I'm kind of frustrated with the way things were handled and the reasons for it. If, you know, if the reasons shared with us on Twitter are true, uh, which I do believe they would be, um, then I'm just not happy with how it all went down. But, uh, you know, regardless, um, he seems to be handling it well. And again, hopefully it means he's not separated from Star Wars entirely. Um, certainly what he's added to Star Wars, I would love to see continue to grow uh, and continue to, uh, you know, be a thing. Um, and... Yeah, uh, it's also going to be interesting to see what happens with Shadow of Vader, since that was a series um, he was working on. But um, anyway, uh, what do you think about this? Do you know Chuck? Do you like Chuck? Do you all right? Do you agree with why he was let go? Do you not? Um, let us know. What, let me know what you think uh, on the social medias. Um, and if you haven't checked out anything from Chuck Wendig, go check out Aftermath, the, the trilogy. It takes place after Return of the Jedi. Great set of books if you haven't read it already. Uh, also, go check out Vader Annual comic. Uh, he did one recently. was very, very good. Um, but anyway, uh, other, other things of point with comics is that um, we will have some reviews up on Patreon this week. Uh, we are a little behind again because of recent events with me. Sorry about that, but uh, in getting on track, we will be reviewing Dr. Aphra's annual number two, Vader's Castle two and three, and the Star Wars main run com uh, arc, Hope Dies. Um, so what we're going to do with <coughs> uh, 
the Star Wars main run in order to review them uh, in a way that helps make sure that everyone has all the pieces is we're going to review it in arcs. So Hope Dies is a five-issue arc of the series, and from now on we'll continue with that where we do, you know, each arc rather than each individual episode um, just so that way it ensures no one's missing a piece or anything like that. And plus, since it's 55 issues in, uh, it's just kind of the easiest way to go. Um, but that'll be up on Patreon for you. If you're not already following us there, follow us there. It's f- The comic reviews are open for everyone. Um, if you do enjoy what we do, obviously you can uh, look to support us and give to the show. But there you go. Uh, moving on into book news. Uh, again, not a whole lot here. Um, yesterday, Monday, the 22nd, uh, Scum and Villainy was released, uh, which is a book detailing, you guessed it, the Scum and Villainy of the Galaxy Far, Far Away. And, um, it's a book that we picked up our pre-order and, uh, we're looking to dive into that, um, and looking forward to it. Uh, if you are interested in that realm and that hive of scum and villainy, uh, this will be a good book for you if you just want to learn more about it, um, everything ranging from bounty hunters to gangsters and all that good stuff. So, uh, The Seedy Underbelly, that's your book for it if you want to know more. Then, next week, October 30th, Women of the Galaxy and The Smuggler's Guide will be released, uh, and we'll talk about Women of the Galaxy on November 7th, that's, uh, on our main show. Excuse me. Um, I get I get the burps when I get excited. Uh, and we'll talk about Scum and Villainy and The Smuggler's Guide on November 14th. They're very similar realms of uh, Star Wars Underworld, so we figured we'd combine those and talk about those on November 14th. And then the next week, we'll talk about uh, the Droidography book. The Droidography book comes out in a couple of weeks and it just details all kinds of droids from the galaxy far, far away. We love droids, so we're going to do an episode about that. So, what you can expect um, is that <clears throat> you'll see from us this week, we're going to talk about Star Wars super weapons. Next week, we're going to talk about Star Wars horror. Then the next week, we're going to talk about Women of the Galaxy. And then the next week, we're going to talk about Scum and Villainy and Smugglers. And then the next week, we're going to talk about droids. So, there you go. You've got our, our calendar for the main show. I didn't even expect to give you that, but that's what you're getting. Um, So hopefully that's a lot for you to look forward to. We're certainly looking forward to it. But anyway, but yeah, that's book news. That's that's that be it. Um, And then on to TV news now. So not a lot, but some cool stuff. Uh, John Favreau posted on Instagram. And if you're not off, I, I literally created an Instagram just to follow this man because he refuses to post pictures of his Star Wars show on the social medias that I use. He doesn't use Facebook. He doesn't use Twitter. So I had to create an Instagram to follow him because that seems to be what he likes to do. Anyway, uh, on his Instagram, uh, as Star Wars show puts it, the number one source of Mandalorian news, posted a couple of pictures, a couple of cool pictures, a couple of interesting pictures. The first picture, probably the one I, oddly enough, got the most excited about, uh, it was it, it was a picture of a Star Wars decked out 70s ice cream maker. Uh, if you don't know what that is, uh, just look up a picture of Will Rowe Hood 
and uh, more than likely you'll see the one image there is of him from Empire Strikes Back where he's escaping Cloud City and he chose to grab his ice cream maker. In legends and in stories, we're told that that is the Cloud City data core, um, but we're not fooled. It's an ice cream maker, and um, it has resurged. Uh, is this confirmation that Wilro Hood, <clears throat> the ice cream man of Cloud City, is the Mandalorian? Probably not, but I'm going to run with it. Uh, and so until I'm proven otherwise, I'm saying that the Mandalorian is Wilro Hood. You know, hashtag... Nerd Herder confirms. Anyway, um, so just a fun little, haha, I get that prop. Uh, but then the cool thing that he posted later was the Mandalorian rifle. Um, since the first image of the Mandalorian character was posted and fans saw the butt of the rifle over his shoulder, um, a lot of people speculated, ourselves included here at Nerd Herder, that that was a rifle based on the rifle used by Boba Fett in the holiday special. Um, and from this picture that we get, it seems to be confirmed. Um, it is a very long uh, sniper-like rifle uh, with a forked end at uh, the end, much like Boba's. Um, definitely very different um, than uh, what Boba's I think it was a phase pulse ion rifle. Um, I could be wrong, but uh, regardless, it, it's definitely going to function very differently, but clearly based off of Boba's rifle from the holiday special, which I just love so much. There seems to be a lot of Boba inspiration here, from the rifle, from the holiday special, to his overall attire looking a lot like uh, Boba's concept art from the cancelled Star Wars game uh, 1313. Uh, they definitely pulled a lot of cool inspiration in for this character. So, um, yeah, if you're not check, if you're not on Instagram, get on Instagram, check out John Favreau, follow him for all sources of Mandalorian news because he refuses to post it anywhere else. And uh, just remember, share it with your friends. Hashtag Will Rowhood is the Mandalorian. Uh, hashtag Nerd Herder confirms. So again, until I'm proven otherwise, that's my theory. Um, anyway, in other TV news, uh, Resistance, Star Wars Resistance, the great and fun show, has released three episodes so far. Uh, well, actually, as the recording of this episode, four. Um, the first three episodes should be reviewed with, and should be up and available on Patreon within the coming week. Um, we had begun to record our, re our review for the first one, and life happened, and so... Um, we're going to have to kind of start from scratch on that. I do apologize. It's so late, but, um, what we'll probably do is do episode one and two together since it's kind of a combined episode. Then we'll do episode three and then episode four. And eventually, hopefully we will get on a consistent track with reviewing these episodes and talking about these episodes. Excuse me. Again, I get excited. I get the burps. Um, it's the coffee. I blame the coffee, but, uh, yeah, and it's not just going to be a oh this happened and then this happened and then this happened, you know we're gonna we're gonna dive deep, talk about the aliens, talk. About, I mean, just from the little bit that we started to do with the first episode, trust me, it's not going to be a bland, flavorless just review. Um, it's it's going to be <clears throat> fun and it's going to touch on a lot of different things, and so um, and that will be up on Patreon, so you won't see that on iTunes or Spotify or anything like that. You'll have to follow us on Patreon to get that. Um, just another way for you to stay connected and get more goodies. Um, 
And then, so yeah, so that's uh, TV news. Uh, be on the lookout on Patreon for those uh, resistance reviews. But other than that, that's our news for this week, guys. Uh, like I said, not a whole lot. And certainly, since I'm here alone, well, since I'm here with my non-talkative co-host uh, cup of coffee, uh, it's a rather short episode, um, but nonetheless, <clears throat> um, some good things to talk about and some interesting things to talk about. And so, um, hopefully having just my voice was not annoying to you. Uh, but if, if so, don't worry tomorrow, uh, it'll be the dynamic duo of herd leader and herd mom back together again, uh, for the main show. Um, just another, uh, bit of info to talk about, um, on Twitter, uh, you can check out an account, a really awesome account, um, dedicated to helping hospitalized children have an awesome Christmas, uh, this year, thanks to Star Wars toys, uh, Kessel Run Toy Drive, or Kessel Toy Run Toy Drive, um, if you just search Kessel Run, uh, toy or Kessel Toy Run, any combination of those should lead you to this account, follow them, consider supporting them, uh, essentially, Again, what they do is they provide hospitalized kids with Star Wars goodness and happiness and joy um, during the holiday seasons, and it's really easy to be a part of. They have a Amazon wish list. Go on there, get a couple of things, ship it to the address that they have indicated. It'll go to them. They'll distribute it from there, and in at the end of the day, a child is much happier because of some Star Wars toy or some Star Wars book or any number of things, uh, whatever you can give would be amazing. It's definitely going to touch a lot of kids' lives. The, some of the stories I've already seen them share about um, their previous years of of doing this um, has been amazing and heartwarming. And so uh, we're attempting to be a part of helping with that as much as we can. And we encourage all of you as well, if you can only buy one thing, I mean, you know, just imagine what that's going to do for some some child this holiday season. Um, and so, yeah, check it out. Kessel Toy Run on Twitter. You can find all of their information on there. Go out there, support them, share it with your friends, and make sure that uh, some kids have some awesome Christmas this year. Um, as I mentioned earlier, tomorrow on our main show, we're going to talk about Star Wars Super Weapons. Um, all of the craziness, all of the interesting, all of the ridiculous, um, just every giant super weapon, because believe it or not, there's more than you think. Um, of course, most of it's legends, but, uh, I think it's going to be a, a fun episode. Um, Thursday, we continue our Clone Wars rewatch with season one, episode five, six, and seven. Um, it, we see in episode five, rookies at return of Domino Squad, which is Megan's favorite, which is going to mean, uh, going to be, going to be gonna be good it'll be good no spoilers please no don't don't spoil it for her um <laughs> anyway uh so clone wars we always look forward to and it's it's one of our our most popular shows so uh looking forward to thursday um in a few weeks we're going to be doing our uh second episode of our patreon exclusive show uh called 10 things we love um, and what that is, is we just list out 10 things. I pick five, she picks five, and that makes 10. We list it out, uh, things we love about 
something. Next month's episode is about The Phantom Menace, so 10 Things We Love About The Phantom Menace. Uh, if you want access to that show and want to stay connected to it, uh, it comes out uh, once a month, then you can do that and get that for just a dollar a month over on Patreon. So um, our last one was made free and available to everybody um, in order to kind of promote it. So if you want to know a little bit, if you want to see a little bit of what that would be like, you can check out um, our main show from a couple of weeks ago, 10 Things We Love About the Clone Wars. And so, uh, yeah, um, head over to Patreon, support us there, check it out. A uh, dollar a month seriously can go a, a long way. So um, please, if you enjoy the show, uh, consider supporting us that way. If you can't support us that way, great way you can support us is share us, uh, rate us on your various forms of podcast listening. Um, if you're also on Facebook, they have where you can rate us on Facebook as well. So wherever you can rate us, please rate us uh, honestly. Um, you know, don't make us sound amazing if we're not amazing, but definitely um, getting your uh, stars and approval and, and ratings helps promote the show uh, greatly, as well as, of course, just sharing us around. So, um, yeah, consider supporting us on Patreon or by uh, sharing us more with the world. Um, other than that, I think that's about everything for our data dump, uh, today. It has been, uh, good to be with you. Just me, my coffee, and you guys. Uh, I gotta say, you're wonderful company, but you don't talk enough. So, hit us up on the social medias with some talks. Uh, let us know what you think of some of the news this week, or just in general, just to say hi, whatever you want to do. Uh, we look forward to all of it. Uh, but in the meantime, I've been your herd leader, John Wayne. And as always, may the force be with you.